Teeny Howard and Marcus Toe's Excalibur number 9 is moving closer to the multiversal mayhem I've always wanted from the book in teasing a march towards the upcoming Ten of Swords event. Today I'll answer, who is Saturnine and what's her role in the Marvel multiverse? What happened to the Captain Britain Corps? And how is Apocalypse confirming my Ten of Swords theories? Welcome to Kraken Krakoa number 43, a review of Excalibur number 9. I'm Dave Busing, founder and editor-in-chief of Comic Book Herald. If you like CBS YouTube channel or podcast, please consider liking, subscribing, and sharing. Links to channels and Patreon support are included in the show notes. You can find full X-Men and comic book reading orders over on comicbookherald.com. Spoilers for discussed comics, including Cable number 1, may follow. In Excalibur number 9, we're quickly tossed into a history lesson about the Starlight Citadel, Captain Britain Corps, and Omniversal Majestrix Opal Luna Saturnine. If you're unfamiliar with the history of these concepts in the pages of Captain Britain or Excalibur, this history can feel particularly Byzantine, but here are the essential details I'd pay attention to at this point. The Captain Britain Corps have been destroyed. I'll go into more detail about the hows, but this means the omniversal, see also, alternate reality, collection of Captain Britons across universes does not exist, as we knew it at least. The omniversal core is where we get Earth designations like Earth 616, which as far as we know may be the only cataloged Earth with a Captain Britain currently. Two. The Citadel is currently inhabited by Saturnine, who has been teased as the White Witch, a detail I called way back in my review of Excalibur number 1. Although it's located in Otherworld, it's hidden from view to outsiders. And third, following the destruction of the core, Saturnine has been promoted to the role of Omniversal Guardian, a role previously inherited by Merlin. Why does this matter? Well, in regards to the destruction of the Captain Britain Corps, this enhances Betsy's own import as one of, if not the last, Captain Britain in the Omniverse, and suggests fascinating future storylines like reassembling the Omniversal Corps. Plus, it means for that for the time being, the protectors of the Omniverse are missing, leaving the collected realities of Marvel Comics without their known defenders. Betsy and Excalibur need to use the Warwolf skulls they assembled the previous two issues to track their way to the Hidden Citadel and learn what the Omniverse is hiding. What happened to the Captain Britain Corps? Well, in the build to 2015 Secret Wars, Brian Braddock escaped Otherworld to report the Builders led an assault on the Starlight Citadel and decimated the core. It's a very short depiction of events, and apparently an even shorter battle, but it also reads like Saturnine's defensive tactics failed and contributed to the destruction. Not that there was much he was going to be able to do with the encroaching Everything Dies ethos in the build to Secret Wars. Although the core are gone, it would appear that Saturnine escaped their fate, and remains as the Omniversal Guardian with a new gathering of priestesses of the Starlight Citadel. Following the removal of Morgan Le Fay from the throne of Otherworld, Saturnine observes a new threat in the form of Apocalypse and his merry band of mutants we know as Excalibur. She sets her priestesses on the hunt to prevent Excalibur from making their way to the Citadel. Who is Saturnine? The character was created by Dave Thorpe and Alan Davis for Marvel UK, although my first exposure was in Marvel Superheroes by Alan Moore and Alan Davis. In that underrated 80s series, Saturnine is established as an ally to Earth-616 Brian Braddock and a major part of the Omniversal Court ruled by Merlin and Roma. It's Roma in particular as the daughter of Merlin, who would go on to have the most direct relationship guarding the Omniverse with Saturnine at her side. Essentially, Saturnine can in many ways be credited with the, perhaps intentional, formation of the original Excalibur after sending Technet to capture Rachel Summers at the time the Phoenix in Excalibur Special Edition No. 1. In more recent years, omniversal threats like Spider-Verse and Secret Wars severely challenge Saturnine's responsibilities, and given the end result of Secret Wars 2015, there can be little arguing that Saturnine is coming off her greatest failure. The Captain Britain Corps' response to Hickman's Grand Secret Wars remains one of the storylines with the most to fill in. The entire affair is covered in something like only two pages. So I'll be curious to see if we learn more about what Saturnine's been up to since that time, or what she views as her new role in a post-core world. 
On a final note, much like the Omniverse full of Captain Britons, there's an Omniverse full of Saturnites, with the only one from Earth-9 standing tall as Omniversal Guardian. These variations range from Brian Braddock's romantic partner, Courtney Ross, to the villainous Sat-Yurt-9, both a tyrannical Nazi and one of my favorite LCD sound system songs. Of course, Apocalypse is fueling Saturnine's worry with a deliberate lack of subtlety creeping on the Citadel. This is where Howard and Toe really began planting the seeds for Ten of Swords, with Apocalypse's clear interest in the tools of the Omniversal Protectors and the dimensional realms they may allow access to for mutant kind and his own plans. Speaking of Ten of Swords, in the opening pages of Excalibur number 9, Apocalypse laments the needs to separate Krakoa and Arako, and particularly to send his first horsemen to an eternal fight against the demonic forces of another realm. Remember, all of this originally was presented in the pages of House of X number 5. This all quite firmly cements my Ten of Swords theory that the upcoming crossover, which will kick off in May Free Comic Book Day issue, will heavily tie into Apocalypse's quest for his first horseman and the use of both Otherworld Magic and the Twilight Sword to get there. This is the second illusion in as many weeks towards this reddest hell that traps the horsemen and increasingly looks like the demonic realm of Limbo that, seemed to, that seems prepared to set off in Inferno Part 2. For, uh, the most recent reference to this was in the pages of Cable Number 1 in a sort of ending tease to that issue. I'm going to include links here to, in the show notes to both my Cable 1 review and my Ten of Swords theories if you haven't had the chance to check those out yet because that will fill in a lot of how I believe this is all connecting. I may need to explore this in more progress, uh, in more depth as the story progresses, but I will note here as well that the allusions to the hellish limbo of X-Men comics, not to be confused with the time travel limbo hub, typically presided over by Immortus, requires uh, a lot more detail. After all, if Apocalypse's horsemen are staving off a demonic invention from limbo, why couldn't the Big A just use the abilities of longtime ruler of limbo Ileana Rasputin to access this realm? For all this magic to be necessary, and for Otherworld and the Starlight Citadel to be factors, I feel like there has to be significantly more at play. Big picture, Excalibur number 9 is the most invested I've been in any issue of Excalibur since the Dawn of X series launch, and Howard and Tell are finding firm footing among tantalizing mysteries in a build towards an exciting crossover in the summer. Some remaining questions I have that I'm very interested in now that we've got this sort of multiversal uh, Starlight Citadel connections working into the fabric of Excalibur. One, where are Merlin and Roma? You know, we saw the detail in the data page that Saturnine has taken over as Omniversal Guardian, but I don't necessarily know what this means in terms of where Merlin and Roma actually are. Did Saturnine force them out? Were they destroyed in the Citadel uh, invasion as well? Perhaps there's more to come on that. The other big question here is, are Saturnine's bag full of Excalibur core members from another reality or part of a future plan to turn the existing uh, Excalibur, which is, you know, on the way to visit her, into her own new Captain Britain Corps? We see visions of Jubilee, Richter, Gambit, and Rogue in quite excellent Captain Britain Corps costume designs. I'm very curious if this means Saturnine is pulling them from across the Omniverse or if she is simply interested in warping them into her newfound uh, Captain Britain Corps. I think that would be very compelling as well. And then the final question, if Betsy Braddock is the last Captain Britain, quote unquote, what does that mean for her role of protecting the Omniverse, right? This is a question I think she has to bring to Saturnine. We see Betsy sort of conflicted about why she is not allowed into the Starlight Citadel. It seems very intentional, and frankly, uh, as, as she's kind of saddened about it, you know, kind of insulting that her brother, Brian, was welcomed into the Citadel for years. Why is it closed 
to the new Captain Britain because she is now quite formally that. There's a lot more to be explored there, and there's a lot of really cool stories that could come out of that if Betsy has to essentially defend the entirety of the Omniverse. I am very much here for a Betsy reassembling the core storyline in the pages of Excalibur or elsewhere. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm Dave Busing, again, founder of Comic Book Herald. You can find more of my writing and thoughts over at Comic Book Herald on social or at comicbookherald.com. I'm very curious to hear your thoughts and opinions as well. Again, I was pretty hard on Excalibur's first six-issue arc. I really thought it was one of the lower-tier books in the Dawn of X. Um, this second wave is is increasingly getting my attention, and issue number nine is, to me, the easily the best in the series, and I love a lot of the mysteries it's teasing. It's got me really engaged in a way that I, I simply was not previously. So I'm excited about where this book's going as we march towards Ten of Swords, and I'll be curious to hear your thoughts and series, either in the YouTube comments or at Comic Book Herald as well. So again, thanks everybody for listening, and as always, enjoy the comics. 